In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. We're still at Easter time, so you've got to be ready. You've got to be ready for it. He is risen indeed at any moment. A lot of you know this, but because of a uh, church-wide COVID spike this week, uh, our scheduled preacher, Mother Nancy, is unable to be here, but since she had prepared a sermon, and we wanted to hear from her, and did not want to make her prepare an additional sermon for next week's text, uh, we did something a little unorthodox. We, uh, that's the colloquial use of that term. Uh, we just prayed the creed, so it's clearly orthodox, but uh, we understand what I'm saying. We did something a little unorthodox in that uh, we switched the lectionary text. So, uh, the text that I was going to preach next week, I'm going to preach right now, which is the ones that you just heard, and Mother Nancy next week will preach the texts that were assigned for this week, okay? So, if you feel a little liturgically off balance today, this is why. But if you didn't notice, you're probably not alone. So, uh, we've been preaching from Revelation during Easter time. Uh, Nancy's going to preach Revelation 21 next week, and so we're a little out of order. Revelation 22 is what we read from uh, this week. But Revelation 21 is uh, this beautiful vision of New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, the river of the water of life flowing through the city, and the tree of life bearing fruit, uh, and the, the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. And so it's this beautiful vision uh, that gets uh, proclaimed, and I'm preaching Revelation 22 today, which obviously comes after Revelation 21, if you if you understand math. And so that's, that's how that works. Uh, and then, but essentially Revelation 22 just proclaims that Jesus is coming soon to accomplish all this. The complete salvation of the whole world. And so notice that you have a part to play in our Good News Proclamation uh, today. Uh, you guys can pray the part that's in our old text. But this is our good news for today. We proclaim this good news today that Jesus loves us and longs to be with us. It is coming soon. As Alpha and Omega to gather everything up in God's love and make all things new. Amen. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. So that's your part. Anytime we repeat this proclamation of good news, you can chime in and say amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Uh, a quick reminder about Revelation. Revelation is not a crystal ball that we use to predict the future. Rather, Revelation reveals the risen, living, ascended, ruling and reigning Christ. Speaking and working among us here and now, notice of our own trials and temptations. And part of the way that Jesus is active among us now is that he speaks words of promise to us about the sure fulfillment of salvation and the deliverance of the world, which gives us hope for the future and endurance in our present sufferings. Just like the original readers of this text who were beleaguered by the oppression of Rome, we too need this word of promise from Jesus because we can see that things are not yet well. Things are not yet as God would have them on this earth. Of course, the racist mass shooting last Saturday that terrorized the black community in Buffalo and continues to traumatize black communities everywhere because it's still on our minds, still weighs heavy on our hearts. Borum's granddaughter Harper, who's suffering with leukemia right now and the side effects of chemo, weighs heavy. This horrific pandemic, which has decimated our community this week, 
or 6 million people worldwide. The long-term effects of which on our mental health we're still sort of figuring out and I'm trying to understand. Many of us have broken or estranged relationships with loved ones that we don't want to fix. Besetting sins that keep tripping us up as we try to walk in the way of love. It's clear in all these ways and many others, whatever suffering you are bringing in today also is here and matters. It's clear that God's kingdom does not come in its fullness here on earth as it is in heaven. And we don't seem to be making progress either. You know what I mean? It's not up and to the right. So we need this word of promise from Jesus today. We need it. That he is coming to bring the salvation of the world to its completion. To bring God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Revelation 22 is kind of a call and response liturgy, a back and forth exchange between Jesus who promises, I'm coming soon, and the Spirit and the Bride, and everyone who hears responding, saying, Amen, and come, Lord Jesus. Jesus promises, and we respond with, Yes, that is a good promise, and we pray for it to come. I'm coming soon. Amen, come, Lord Jesus. Jesus is coming with a reward, he says, for those who have walked in faithfulness. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus is coming as Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the only one who can throw his arms wide enough to gather everything up, all our sin and suffering, all that we have done and all that's been done to us, to be reckoned with in the fire of God's love, sins forgiven, wounds healed, suffering soothed, relationships reconciled. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus is coming as the root of and the offspring of David. As God, he is root and cause of all things. As human, he is the offspring of his own creation. Divinity and humanity perfectly embodied in the flesh of Jesus forever. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Beloved, Jesus loves us and longs to be with us. And is coming soon as Alpha and Omega to gather everything up in God's love and make all things new.
also pray. We join the groan. We give ourselves over to longing as Jesus is longing for us. I love in Jesus' prayer we read from John 17. He says, I desire that those you have given me will be with me where I am. Jesus wants to be with you. He wants to be with us. His longing is for this union that will come at the renewal of all things. Jesus' prayer in John 17 is that we would be one as we abide in God's love together. There is this oneness and this intimacy. We don't strive to produce it, to achieve it. We consent to it. This oneness with one another comes, comes about, excuse me, it comes about as we consent to be with the God who desires to be with us. And so we long for this final union because God longs for it. And God, through God's Spirit, rises up within us to, to birth this longing in us. So Jesus longs for it. Jesus loves us. Jesus desires to be with us and promises, I'm coming soon. And the Spirit and the bride say, come. Everyone who hears, everyone who longs for justice, says, come. In the midst of our sin and our suffering and everything that's not finished yet, Jesus loves us and longs to be with us and is coming soon as Alpha and the Omega to gather everything up in God's love and make all things new. Amen. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. So how do we respond to this word? Uh, friends, I'm responding to it um, by just seeking to be present to these longings in me. I have to confess that this week when it became clear that so many people in our community were going down with COVID and we had to respond, I felt this deep resistance in my body too. I was like, I don't want to deal with this. I do not want to have to make another decision. I'm tired of having to figure out what to do. I don't want to. I felt a little petulant. I was like, this is real for me. This is real for me right now. I don't want to leave right now. Somebody else is done. I don't want to do this. And underneath that, it was just I didn't want to face the grief and the pain that's still present in my body from this pandemic. I didn't want to have to face it. Similarly, last week, um, I heard about the shooting in Buffalo. I didn't want to look into it. I didn't want to find out the details. I was like, well, I'll just, I'll figure it. It's somebody, somebody will tell me. I don't know. I don't want to look at it. I had this deep resistance to being present to that pain. Now, caveat, we need to practice wisdom. We don't need to be present to every single thing that's painful. You know, you don't need to be so focused in on everything that's happening in the world that you're so beautiful. Because that's, that's a real thing. You know, a hundred years ago, we would have no idea if this had happened in Buffalo. We wouldn't have known that. So that, that's real. But I also confess that there is something within me that resists being present to pain. Uh, because there's so many people that it's hard. But I think in giving ourselves over to our own pain and the pain of the world, in giving ourselves, we can give ourselves over to this longing that for justice and for healing and for peace to come. This longing for Jesus to come and make all things right, make things new. And in so doing, instead of knowing myself, participate in this prayer, in this groan of all creation, and give voice to everything in the world that's crying out for justice to be done, for healing to come. 
peace to find me. So I can give myself over to that. That's how I respond. What situation or relationship do you need to be present to so that you can give yourself over to participating in the groaning of all creation for our deliverance? This liturgy of Revelation 22, come, Lord Jesus. Let's respond now by naming the places in our world, in our lives, where God's kingdom has not yet come in its fullness and cry out together for Jesus to come and make all things new. The love of Jesus long, loves us and longs to be with us and is coming soon as Alpha and Omega to gather everything up in God's love and make all things new.